Hello, babies. Hi, Ray. Hey, guys. How are you? We, uh, we just recorded the Tuesday show before this. Like the idea of us trying to pretend that we're not doing what we're doing never <laughs> works. Never works at all. Nope. Never, ever works. So just let's just get this out of the way. Bill and I just recorded the Tuesday show. We had trouble figuring out what day it was trying to describe. Oh, the streak the is Monday over. Monday show. Well, in our defense, we didn't say the date till a good 10 minutes into the show, and that confused the shit out of us. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, in it the, just threw us all off. <laughs> in the very limited shows that we've done without Ray, we've noticed that there are a couple things missing. We don't have the Pam Aaron Ray to keep notes with his crayons and his crayon ledger, and uh, simple things like the date seem to pass us by. We're really good at, you know, good sports talk and staying on the beat. That gets fucked up in our regular shows by the obvious one. You're welcome. But the mundane, useless knowledge, we, we really lack. So good to have you back, Ray. Thanks for having me. And by back, I mean it's Monday. I'm sorry we'll be missing you tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it Man. is the 10th, Rich. It is the 10th. It, it is, is the 10th. It is May 10th. Uh, this is the Silvermine Sports Show, Monday headline. Whatever. Welcome to the show. May 10th is a perfect day to drink white birch beer. Ever had it? Ever heard of it? It's in Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Head on down to the tap room. They got flights. They got pints. Uh, they had hats. Apparently, when Bill went, they didn't have any. <laughs> apparently, they no. They had only had. They only had. They only had winter hats. What I got. They only I had winter. Very hats. suspect about. I would that. have taken the winter hat. It's I would fucking take May. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that hipster thing's coming back. We could wear yeah. beanies and shit. That'd be cool. You'd look great in a <laughs> yeah, hipster beanie, Ray. Maybe <laughs> your, your broccoli hair hanging out the side. Maybe you'd Thank slim you. your fat tits. Nope. The nope. White Birch Brewing, uh, they're doing everything you want. Sours, IPAs, stouts, imperial, uh, Belgian quads. You can get buzzed or you can get completely blitzed. Whatever you do, do it responsibly. Follow the Queen's orders. If you see it in the stores, also pick it up. Four packs, six packs. Uh, if you get it out of the brewery, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds Boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Going to talk a little baseball. Going to start a little baseball because it's the most yeah. positive news of the weekend. Uh, as we get back into uh, the work week here, they took three, uh, as of now, a fucking time. Uh, no, this is Monday. This will be released before the game ends on Monday again. The yeah, I think they're playing at the seven. Oh, then the game's going to end on Tuesday. So uh the Sox took three out of four from the orioles they regained the best record in baseball and more importantly i just think that there was a full team response after some rough outings against detroit obviously a disappointing Texas, series yep. against the rangers nobody was blowing doors off except for maybe bogarts who's positioning himself Always. as one of the best players in the MLB. Oh, for uh, sure. But everybody else kind of just pitched in. Like everyone else kind of did their job. I'll give you a list a couple. And Ray, let me get your opinion, seeing as I've been listening to Bill for 45 minutes straight. You're welcome. Hunter Renfro had a nice little series. He's heating up, had a couple decent hits. Uh, Bobby Daubach uh, hit his way out of the basement with a couple big home runs. Uh, Nick Pavetta looked solid on Sunday. Uh, Erod had a solid outing, uh, okay outing. He had what five innings, um, 
to earn maybe um kiki hit the 10-day dl so that brought up chavez who he immediately came on and had a big home run and and provided some uh lift so uh just your overall impressions of the red sox bounce back which is what we said needed to happen they're not a team that can fall uh too far uh below 500 or, or even to 500 currently i think they're up four games on the yankees and the blue jays uh, playing 600 baseball still. So, Raymond? The one person you didn't talk about, Garrett Richards. He's <laughs> he's been you, all, Ray. He's been all right. He's been all right, and that's what we needed. Remember we said this before. Yeah, we needed we his all... last outing kind of stunk, but anyway. But still, he went seven innings last, inning, uh, last outing. You, you need just production out of him. You just need him to go out there, get you to the seventh inning, get your bullpen to come in and win the game for you, and that's what he's been doing. He has been having three to four starts that have been very mediocre, and that's what we need. We don't need him to suck. We need him to be mediocre. This pitching staff is going to take this team to where they got to go. So if, they, if your worst pitcher, Garrett Richards, uh, plays well you you can go places not a bad take baseball right here's here's what led me here's what that led me to a thought they got to get some more reliable bullpen arms because they're yep. not going to they're not going to be able to get those five six seven guys you know uh, matt barnes's arm's going to turn to dust Adovino has been shaky already uh, whitlock you only play every four day, like every four days you try to kind of work him as a pitcher too and we've uh, seen some more go up and, do- up and down he's run. new to the league so yep. You're going to expect that if this is, you know, we know Bloom came from the Tampa Bay Rays. We saw what the kind of the type of pitching approach that they want to have their starters go five, maybe six innings. And then he handed over the bullpen. Well, that's fine. If you got three guys, four guys in the bullpen in the playoffs that you can keep giving the ball, but over 162, you're going to burn these guys out. You need six fucking six, seven guys back there that you're, you can rely on in the bullpen. If that's how you want to approach it with the starters and right now, I don't know. What do the Sox have? Three, four, maybe? There's only one reliable one. It's Matt, Matt Barnes. I mean, Adovino's been shit. Darwinson Hernandez hasn't been good. I mean, that, Matt Andrese, I, I, I've liked, but he's not a lockdown, shutdown guy. You know, I mean, you definitely need another bullpen guy. You have Ryan Brazier that could come back, but he's Fuck not the you, guy. Fuck you, Bill. Fuck you, Bill. He's, no, I'm just saying he's <laughs> he's not the guy. So, I mean, eventually, yeah. hate Ryan Brazier. You're gonna you're burning your guys out. I mean, uh, you know, Bloom is one of those, you know, five innings, you know, not third third time through the order. And Nick Pavetta has been, you know, they're eight and one in his um, nine starts in the big leagues. For it's the Red time Sox, to start so. calling Nick Pavetta good. He's he's good. I mean, he's he's cutting down on the walks too. They're seven and zero. Oh. You know, he's seven and zero, oh, and the Red Sox are eight and one in his nine starts since he's joined this club last year. So I mean, this is exactly what you wanted, but it not just bullpen reinforcements. Now you just saw Tanner Hawk. Tanner Hawk gets shut down today with elbow inflammation. So, I mean, your, your pitching depth right now is taking major hits. Brian Mata went down with um, Tommy John surgery. So, yeah, you, you need to address this pitching. You're not going to – your bullpen's going to be blown out. And then especially I don't trust Richards or Glass all year, and I don't trust – I don't trust Pavetta long-term either. But, I mean, you, you need depth there. You need something. I trust What's in, Worcester? What's in Worcester? Is there anyone that you bring up in Worcester for the ballpen or no? Seabold really. is coming back Seabold, off it. He's, he's uh-huh. hurt. You know, Jay Groom is the uh, – he's in he's, double A right now. Yeah, he hasn't seen any big league. No, so the answer is no. Okay. No. Thank you. Um, can I just say one thing, uh, just as a baseball thing, to, to uh, hashtag baseball is dead to me? What is going on? Why does – this is not a uh, common occurrence anymore. It's in every single pitcher has Tommy John surgery or elbow surgery. Every single one. Every fucking single one. What – this is not how it used to be. Even no. 15 years ago, this is not how it used to be. 
Well, guys also, it, it had a lot of it to do is like the worst thing you can ever do with your shoulders, obviously throw a baseball. You think about how to, you know, there's a reason they're proposing moving the, the mound back. And it's because the guys are throwing harder and harder. The average fastball right now is up as high as it's ever been. I think it's 93 or 94 miles per hour right now. So that's one of the big reasons you see it earlier. You're seeing you literally try to go for it. You're starting throwing breaking balls when you're young, Rich. You you pitched young. You're not Cardinal sin. To, never throw not a curve ball throw, until you're 18. Exactly. And this is what you're happening. This is what's happening. You're seeing that. And another thing, too, don't forget guys in the old days used to throw every fucking day. You're baby. I'm Strasburg got baby. They benched him. They missed the playoffs. He did, you know what I mean? They're babying these guys, inning limits. These guys need to throw. You need those muscles and the ligaments fucking moving in your, your arm and shit. You know what I mean? Like, you need to be, feel stretched out. And well, again, my forearm's so strong. And again, you're well, this is what happens when you beat a wet noodle. But again, it, <laughs> see, <laughs> he was see? on the beat. He was yeah, on the he, beat, too. He was working. This is, this is, <laughs> oh, this is what God Bill and I just it. talked about. <laughs> Bill was firing off the hot bay. I set him up. He was knocking out of the park with some hot baseball knowledge, and then Ray throws in a fucking dick <laughs> joke. <laughs> that, Bill yeah, can't that, help himself. He's got to hit the punchline, and now the baseball the take fuck, is ruined. It's, all, it's ruined, but that's the reason. That's the reason you're seeing it. <laughs> Guys are too strong. They're too fucking strong, and it's all about fastballs, and you're just destroying your, your uh, fucking your elbows. Look at Chris Sale. It's a perfect example. He's got a weird windup. You're putting all that pressure right on your elbow. You're getting these Tommy John surgeries. This is what's going to happen. You know, and that's why they're trying to move the arm, like the, the mountain back to lower this. So then, I mean, guys are still going to try to throw hard, but it's not going to be fucking 100, 105. Look at Chapman, 105 miles an hour. At some point, it's like, okay, you're, yeah, you're, you're putting fucking bodybuilders up there and you teach them how to throw a fucking fastball and then boom. It's yeah, like, it's, right. it actually, you know, we talked about this the other week. J.D. Martinez says it's not about launch angle for the hitters. It's about pitchers just throwing gas and not knowing how to pitch. You know, uh, maybe like you, you kind of put a lot of thoughts in my head that I didn't really think about in terms of why everybody blows their arm out, um, which I agree to. My my thought was, again, it's another thing that the game needs to change to protect these guys, not to protect these guys, but to protect the fucking game. Like uh, Dustin May was awesome to watch, and now he's out for the season. And it happens to every single pitcher about the same time. Th- in their I'm pretty career. sure Degrom had. Tommy John a couple years back too. DeGrom DeGrom Tommy today. John, and he's yeah. out with with side injury. All these yeah. fucking pitchers lead, like are, are hurt all the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, That's why like a guy that, like a ton of these guys. Scherzer and I know Verlander blew his ACL this year, but he's like 34. Like he made it like those workhorse guys. Those guys are coming from a different age in baseball. And and you can kind of just see those that fringe of that era of, of pitchers is coming to an end. Every other guy is having Tommy John surgery. Throw Kershaw in there too. Kershaw, Granky, you know those guys. I, you know, they're all in that little era of pitchers. Yeah. You know, they've been fairly okay. I mean, like you said, Verlander yeah. just had um, Tommy John surgery last year, but yeah, I mean, and it's no surprise you, that there's still some of the best pitchers in baseball because they and pitch. they throw to every point, day. They're not, yeah. They so throw, anyway, throw. that's just an aside that I've been talking about. Maybe I'll do a little blog on SimpleMindSportsShow.com about it. Just another aggravating piece about the stupid game of baseball getting in their own way. Uh, do something about it. Uh, a couple pieces here. Maybe this is a little homerism. Maybe this is a, a little scratch in their own back with the way the Boston Red Sox are playing. But you know what? It's been a while since we've done that for the Red Sox. They've been hashtag dead to me for a long time. So let's let's ask the question. Is Christian Vasquez, who had a really great weekend again, I get it against the Orioles, but he's been a fan. Let's call him a fantastic hitter for a catcher in his career, at, at least in the last three years. Is he the best hitting catcher in baseball right now? 
No, no I, I put him the most. I think he's the most underrated catcher, but I, there's a couple guys. What about JT Romino? Yeah, Salvatore Perez down there. Kansas City's bad 290. I mean, those guys are some real. Yeah, he's he's the most underrated. I don't think he's the best in baseball, but he's he's definitely above average. And what about he, the AL? Uh, Salvatore Perez is in the AL, Kansas City. Mitch Gardner up there in Minnesota is real fucking good. Sean Murphy out there in Oakland's real fucking good. You know, Gary Sanchez, he strikes out a ton, but he's a fucking power hitter. He gets 25, 30 home runs. I mean, I think he's he's up there, but he's not the best in baseball. But he, he's here's definitely what, the most underrated. Here's what I'll say about Christian Vasquez. I think he's got a little bit of that clutch in late. I mean, mm-hmm. when you get runners on base, I just feel like he gets a hit. He can spray it. You know, and he's hit a lot of big home runs for them. I get kind of meaninglessly the last few years because they've been out of it. But I don't know. Just wanted to give a little love to Christian Vasquez because to your point, Bill, not a lot of people talk about him. Um, and the Red Sox, for some reason, have been trying to trade him for the past year or two. Because they um, don't want to pay him. He's going to want money after next year. That's why. They're trying yeah. to value, you know, they're trying to maximize his value. Think about what Bloom wants to do with the Rays and what he did with the Bra- the Rays because they don't want to pay these guys. Think of that f- philosophy that's going to come here. I mean, he's if you were trying to get better at the time at this time last year, he was one of outside of, you know, fucking bets who you just traded. You know, going into this season, he's probably one of your best trade pieces. That's why yeah. you're going to try to move. Seven million next year, so that's a big... Uh, no, I mean, that's... But the problem is that's his last year of his deal. Yeah, so exactly. You, you, so now he's going to want to get paid. I understand you know. trying to... Uh, uh, yeah, I understand. I understand uh, using him as a trade piece to get some pitching into the organization. That was, I think, their because you got Wong there, and you know you got a guy coming up. Wong's supposed to be your catcher of the future, and he's a better hitting catcher than Vasquez. You know, he's not there defensively. You think that, uh, Vasquez has got a fucking cannon for an arm? You know, he throws yeah, up about he, he throws about fifty five percent of the runners. Speaking of guy that Tommy John surgery, Christian Vasquez, Tommy John surgery, he missed two years for that. Uh, I'll just say this: what I, I think. Uh, I'll make a prediction here. Whatever Christian uh, Vasquez value is uh, two years from now, it's not going to be more than what the Red Sox can and should pay him. He's not, he's not going to be a real move. He's not going to get real Mudo money. Fuck no. He's not real Mudo. Re- I no, mean, real Mudo, they'll mo- eventually move. But I think right now, I mean, he's 290. He can steal bases. He got 25 home runs. Like real oh, Mudo is he's disgusting. He's a little bit old. Uh, 29, is, 30. Yeah. I think he's right up there. So Vasquez he's not going to get 28. that money ever. He's not going to get like 28, 29. Yeah, I think that's there. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. On that same uh, Homer trend is Bogart's the best shortstop in baseball right now. Yes. Yeah. He right now. Kid's yeah. Fucking on fire. That double play three, made over the He, you know, he's hitting for average. He's hitting for power. He's been leading the team with average three years. 357. Yeah. He's hit 357. I mean, he's, he's not, he's above average defensively. He's never going to win a gold glove for you right now, but Jesus Christ, he's, yeah, he's got to be. He's been the most consistent. Even last year at 320, last year as a, on a bad team, you know, he didn't take the – like, he didn't do the JT Martinez thing where he kind of fucking, you know, wrote their season off. They knew they were going to be bad. That guy, they play, he plays it hard every day. And, yeah, I, I, I like this guy a lot. You know, he's 28 years old. He's in it. He's still in his prime, getting better every single season. You know, remember his early years, they were moving him to third base. They still had fucking Steven Drew there in 2014. And all yeah, that other shit. That so they up. they fucked that up. I mean, again, he's not the the greatest defensive shortstop, but he can make some fucking gems out there. Here's what I'll say about the defensive part of his game: is he's got too many dumb bad throws that he doesn't need to have. Yeah, like a lot of his bad throws uh, are just mentally not concentrating and air mailing. Yeah, like you know, you're in the field and you just get it. You kind of your brain bl- your brain blips when you go to throw it and and your release point sails and you sail it. He does that shit way. Th- he could cut that out of his game. 
I think. And then his range is not at the top elite level of some of these other guys, but doesn't need to be when you're batting 350, plugging right. 30 home runs. So yeah, I mean, he's imagine definitely... if he was a mouthpiece, though. Imagine if he was a mouthpiece like you've had Manny, you've had Ortiz, Pedro, all these guys in the Boston area, like with a big mouthpiece, and that's how they were had the fame. You know, they're the face of the franchise. If he if he just had like a personality or got out more, this kid would be a fucking star studded player for this whole organization. I mean, yes, he's hitting 350, but you know, you can't market him right now because no one else in the country knows about him. Thousand games with the Red Sox, you know, this is free. Yeah. He just got his thousand game in the Red Sox. He's a guy. Yeah, I mean. I'm not comparing him to Cal Ripken Jr., but in terms of the he way plays he carries, every day. The way he carries the himself. Thing. And, you know, uh, you're right, Ray. Um, that stardom in today's professional athlete is not there. It's Xander Bogarts. He's not out there. Uh, speaking a ton, really nobody on this Red Sox team is. They don't, they don't have mm-hmm. that guy. Um, but that's fine. I actually appreciate the – I think he's from uh, Aruba. Aruba. Yep. Yeah. So I think, you know, he, his background just allows, he's just humble and just the way he approaches the game. He's a worker. He comes, I think he learned from Pedroia, just come to the fucking ballpark, work, do your job. Uh, the team, get paid, don't play. Say your yeah, and, and there's, he's one of the big reason uh, Cora's back too, because they're buddy, buddy. So yeah. they're, they're, they're saying they're, endeavors. Well, and they want to keep, you remember, he has an opt out after 2022 Bogarts. You look at just Lindor just signed for $340 million. If I'm, if I'm Bogarts, I'm looking at that and going, okay, I'm, you know, the market might go down, but yeah, he's. Pay him, pay, pay him, Red Sox, pay him. Uh, this was also, by the way, uh, just the offering for a two-toot bill that you had sent the text messages. I was hoping you were going to be a big enough man to say it on the show without me prying it out of you, but. I, I do. Yeah, I, uh, I did. I've, I've said I've wanted Lindor forever. I thought Lindor was better than I take that back. Everything I've ever said about that. <laughs> Bogarts is better, especially for that ginormous contract you just signed. I'm Thank sorry. You. I'm so sorry. The bright lights of New York have shown down in Lindor that you should have stayed in Cleveland. You couldn't handle Boston. Bogarts is the guy. Okay, we got to move on. That was good Red Sox talk. Go Sox. Best record in baseball. Jesus Christ. Hold on to as long as we can. I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out. Yeah. Uh, Bruins, they got to lose these last two games. Currently, currently they're sitting in third. They're not going to catch the Caps. Penguins have clinched first. They're game up on the Islanders. You got a game. You got back-to-backs against the Islanders and the Capitals. Avoid the Capitals the first round. You got to lose these two games. Well, you got to play them anyways. Who cares? So, okay. So let me, let me ask the question. Tuka ask, uh, do you think he's looked shaky or do you think it has been the team around him? Has the team around him looked shaky because it's Tuka Rask? So the last couple of games, giving up some goals, five in the last game that he just played against the fucking Rangers. Uh, that was the Rangers last game of the season though. Well, they got, they, there was a couple of bad, <clears throat> I don't. I wouldn't put all five on him against the Rangers. There was a couple of bad defensive plays. At one point, they basically had a four-on-one, and Rass was basically left out to dry. I, I don't think he's been shaky, but yeah, yeah, lose lose these games. You know, I'd rather not play the Capitals in the first round just because you hope the, you know the Islanders could knock them off, and then you can avoid them all together. Started a couple of years ago, Columbus knocking out um, Tampa Bay in the first round. They got they swept them, you know, and then you saw the Capitals lose the same series, the same round. So you 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 had a cakewalk to the. Uh, you know, the Stanley cup finals be nice to see you this year, but yeah. What happened in that? What happened in that? Uh, two goals and four shots from a uh, big Dick uh, Tuca there in uh, game seven. And you know, the quest, rest is history. The quest is <laughs> on. I just asked a quick, so, you know, I think, <clears throat> well, I'll ask the question and I'll answer it. Is it best to play this, these last two games hard, hundred percent, make sure Tuka Rask is ready to go uh, into the playoffs. My answer, no. 
Because I don't think Tukaresk has a ready to go or not ready to go. He's so fucking aloof. I don't. I don't think it matters. You. He could go up there and give up eight goals, or he could go put pitch two shutouts. I think he's going to walk into Game One of the Stanley Cup playoffs with the same mentality and attitude. That I is, think so too. I'm just here to be a goalie and hope my wife's not fucking a pool guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say it. But I thought Ray was going to. But Swayman is going to be the backup. So at least if that happens, at least we have someone reliable that can go in there and maybe win us a series or two. You kind of, I kind of hope it does at this point. I kind of, that's where I, that's how I'd approach it. I tank these last two games. I'd, I'd sit, uh, I'd sit your uh, stars, except Bill, you made the point. Maybe you, maybe you keep Taylor Hall out there uh, with uh, whoever to, to keep him fresh or sit him just the last I'd, I'd game. Sit him a game. I'd yeah. sit him a game, but you but want Bergeron him. shouldn't play these two games. Marshall no. shouldn't play these two games. I'd even sit McAvoy. He's had, he's been banged up a little bit. Pasta uh, knock, I'd probably sit him. Pasta sit, yeah. uh, get Carlo out there. He's, he needs some ice time. Greslick I'd sit cause he's a fucking walking pain in glass. Um, it, I, you know, I, I'd sit the guys that you, that you can't lose and that have some injury history and I'd avoid the capitals. And then if Tuca gets in there and he's shaky short, short, short leash, Shortly, oh one, fuck yeah! One, you would hope Bruce will, games. but he's been pretty loyal to the you know Tuca outside of the you know in the playoffs especially. You've seen some shitty games over it, you know, in the last couple of years for him. But you know he's stuck right with him. I'd like to see a short leash because the way Swayman's playing, but I don't expect it from Bruce. He's been pretty loyal to Tuca in the playoffs, especially with Halak the last couple of years. Remember Halak was playing real fucking well the last couple of seasons, being a backup. So I mean, you saw it. There was there's been question marks. You know, who do we do we ride every other game? Halaka or Halaka Rass, but I, I, you just you've seen it. I don't know. The only thing I'll say about that is two years, uh, two years ago on the Stanley Cup run. Yeah, uh, two years ago when they went in there. Remember, you know, Tuca went on that Stanley Cup run, which was excellent. I mean, he was. Yeah, he was awesome. disgusting. But before that, I mean, Cassidy came out and said, like, I'm not opposed to to bringing in Halak because Halak was almost as good that season. Yeah, he was like they were one two in goals against average. Yeah. So um it'll be interesting. I don't think Cassie's afraid to do it. And I would I would have a very short at least they're fucking good, unlike the other boss team. I fucking great segue, Bill. I'm trying. Unbelievable. Unbelievable segue. Uh Celtics (laughs) firmly now in the (sighs) playing tournament. Uh a loss on Sunday. I just hope they lose. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, yeah, just kind of pathetic. Another big game that they needed to win. Jimmy Butler outshined your guy, uh, Tatum. Um, just out gut, out, just a gutsy performance. He's just, he's, he's knows how to play in big games. I'm glad they made a comeback too. They were down what 24, 25 points after halftime. Does a comeback count if you still lose? That's the best part though. I love how they claw back <laughs> and they still fall flat on their fucking face. Love it. Yeah. Uh, no, they still don't get it. They still don't get it. Uh, no, I don't think they ever will. I wouldn't put it that far. I mean, the they don't know how to win. They don't know how to win. I think if they, and if I get it. They Jay won't Lynn know how to out. win without the coach. The coach is the problem on this team. So if they I, lose, I, uh, yeah, let me ask I want you this to agree question. with you, but it, it seems more player wise. If they, but lose, if the players aren't motivated to play for this coach, then that's probably why. No, it's not. No, it's not. We've had this conversation. That you're a fucking professional. Show up and play the game. The These coach are millennials. The coach shouldn't have to come with a fucking binky and a bottle and say, go, go score, Tatum, and you can come on the bench and have a little bubba. No. Play. You go to play. The the coach is there. The coach. I'm so fucking sick of this narrative that they're not motivated by Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens should be fired because he can't handle end-of-game rotations or end-of-game timeouts. We saw that in the playoffs. Should have went to Indiana. He sucks at him. 
That's his X's and O's uh, flaw. He runs a good basketball program. He knows how to use the game to the best of his players' advantages. We saw that with the Isaiah Thomas team. It's not Brad Stevens' fault. It's the players' fault. They don't know how to win. It's Jason Tatum's fault. I've been telling you this and telling you this and telling you this. They will only go as far as Jason Tatum goes. That end of the gameplay, he had another fucking terrible turnover and just sulked afterwards. It's the dookie all over again. Until that's gone, until Jason Tatum becomes Kobe Bryant, they won't reach the uh reach the, the, the pinnacle of success of, the pinnacle of success wow. or the Bill's potential that dictionary. you think they should get to so i do ask the question though because we are in the real world and i don't know if that's going to happen uh if they do go they're going to be in the playing tournament that's going to happen the only chance of it not happen if they win out not going to happen not going to happen in the heat uh help them um if they when they play in the playing tournament if they lose and they don't move on what happens, if any? A, Brad Stevens is fired. B, Marcus Smart is traded. C, Kemba Walker is traded. Kemba Walker. Uh, D, all of the above. E, none of the above. You said lose the first round of the play. They lose tournament. in the playing tournament. Yeah. First D, or second? What are there? Two, sec- two rounds in the playing tournament? Yeah, two rounds. D. Okay, all either one. They, D. If they lose in the playing tournament. D, all of the above. You think Brad gets fired, Marcus Smart <clears throat> gets traded, and Kemba gets traded if they yep. lose? Bill, I uh, Brad Stevens got a hall pass with this team. You know he can do no wrong, so I don't think that's going to happen. I think Kemba. Honestly, I think he, you know if you want to make a shakeup, if you need to get that third guy in there, I don't think Kemba's the one to do it right now. Obviously, because he can't stay on the court. So I mean, I think he he seems like he'd be the most logical. I don't think it's the same. I think Marcus Smart's got a hall pass too, which is another big thing. You know, he's one of those fucking Danny Ainge binkies. So I mean, I the, the, honestly, the most logical thing would be Kemba. I Can I say something want, real quick? Yeah, I think what Wick, what Grossbeck needs to do is bring the two Jays in. Be like, listen, this is your team from here on out. You know, we just signed you guys to extension. What do you want? What do you want going forward? I'm not listening to Danny. I'm not listening to Brad. What do you two want? And I think if they come and say, hey, you know what, Brad's not working for us. He doesn't complement our play. Get him out of here. Obviously, Kemba with the knee. He's aging. He can't play back to back games see you later marcus smart biggest trade piece that we said you had on your team because it's a team uh money wise it's a friendly deal to other teams to go get so he'd probably be in that trade package with kemba so i think that would be all the why i chose d well that's oh. what you want uh, i don't think i don't think the jays are gonna say trade kemba they might say i don't say trade that marcus. trade kemba i said trade i said get rid of brad okay well uh they're not gonna get rid of brad to start next season you signed for a five-year extension at seven million dollars per they're not getting rid of him unless he agrees to leave. Uh, I disagree with Bill. I think Marcus Smart is on the table. I think Brad has uh, or uh, Danny has seen the tea leaves. And if you want to believe the reports, he had discussions about moving him. Uh, I think uh, I think he would love to move on from Kemba Walker and get that money off his books. I think he has a chance to do it, especially if Kemba Walker plays well, even if it's in the playing tournament and shows that he can play. Uh, every single game, even if it's not back-to-back. He'll be an expiring contract next year. That'll be a lot easier to move than this year. So um, to answer my own question, I, I think the he'd like to move Kemba. I think he will move smart. And I think you know, should. You know what the real answer is going to be? E. None of, none none of the above. Above. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think – I actually don't think so. Not if they lose in the plan. If they go – if they win and they go and they, you know, and they play the Nets or whatever and they lose, then, yeah, that might be a, a no-movement thing. But if they lose in the playing round, they'll, there will you be You need changes. to shake it up. There, there will be. be changes. Absolutely. There, have there to will be. be. 
maybe Danny Ainge. Um, I think he's got the biggest hall pass of all. Yeah, because because Wick's a fan. That's yeah, why he's, he's a he's, he's a fanboy of Danny Ainge going back to the eighties. He's Celtics. also only had one year. Like this is one season of underachievement, bad play over and yeah twenty. Like he's fuck. He's still good. I get that this year was bad, but the underachievement again is on the players. The roster is on Danny. The roster was not good. I understand that. But he's been a very, very good general. It's still not for a number Kyrie underachieving, decades. though. So there's that. It, it's still not Kyrie team. No, he's on a bad swing. That's for sure. I, yep. But it's not going to happen this year. Brad's not going to happen this year. Uh, watch out for Smart if that happens, which needs to fuck. They need to get rid of him. He's the biggest goddamn fake everything that if they just got rid of him, you would see night and day difference in that team. I promise you that. Speaking of fake bullshit to end the show here, let's get. Oh, some this is horrible. Oh. Do you see this shit? This Brady? is forcible. Fucking God. So any any of you Brady Bobos that want to talk about Bill forced him out of town, which may be true to an extent, but this guy has turned into an absolute diva. Brett Favre, get out of my face. I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. Piece of shit, asshole. They've been talking about this all week. But the, Let me his, set it up, though, yeah, before we do it. So Brady came out, and, and uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that the voluntary um, workouts for the NFL, the players um, – uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Sorry. The Sad players, they objected to him. They don't they, want. Yes, they, object, they objected to go. They said that, the, that you know. Um, COVID. Safety protocol. Union, the players, players union yeah. said that we don't. Our players uh, don't want to and, and should not go to the volunteer workouts, which was clearly just a fucking negotiating ploy. Brady, who has skipped OTAs, what was his last two or three seasons with the uh, Patriots? Three, skipped, I think. Yeah. Skip voluntary workouts. Uh, let me give you a couple quotes. We as players are big boys. We can take it. We can take care of ourselves. Uh, the NFL is the quote only is the only league that quote overly competitive drills in the offseason. There's no fucking pro baseball player throwing 95 miles an hour in December. The same guy that was running illegal practices at high schools last season with his first year in Tampa. The same guy that won all the parking spots in New England now is 43 years old, doesn't want to put in the effort clearly cannot see past his own maniacal ego that there's 22 year old kids that need to, that are trying to make this fucking team that could use his help. And he's just being a diva. He's just being a diva D bag. Like, can, can we put it any other way? Or is he trying to be a union guy? No, he's not trying to be a union guy. I mean, if, this is a direct shot at bill. Cause like they've been talking about this on the radio all week. Like he wasn't getting these hard ass practices in Tampa and his OTAs, you know what I mean? But the biggest problem you're giving bad advice because you start with Denver. I think Jackson and Denver ruptured his Achilles training offsite. Well, his $10 million salary from Denver does not have um, to be paid. So you're, you're telling these guys to take care of themselves. But if you get hurt on your training on your own, the team is not obligated to pay you. Yeah. My, some might, but no, that $10 million, you're going to lose 10 million bucks this season. You know, if you get hurt offsite, just, just be a big fucking boy. Just go what you need to do and just do it. You're just giving bad advice. You can, you could lose everything getting hurt on your own, just training on your own. Cause you're seeing it now. You don't have to get paid. That's the biggest fucking thing, dude. Shut yeah. the fuck up and just go. If you sit out, if you don't want to go sit out, pay the fine. You don't need the fucking money, but yeah. telling everybody to do it is it, you're just going to bankrupt guys. I mean, if they get hurt, it's, it's, it's a joke. 
it's a new side of Brady. You know, he doesn't really care. He's just working out for his brand now. And he doesn't really want to – you saw it in New England. He didn't want to help the younger guys out. He didn't want to help the younger receivers out. As soon as they made a bad move, he was done with them. He said, get him off my field. I don't want to play with them anymore. So this is Brady. This is You're seeing the true Brady and fully coming out now that he is just this egotistical douchebag. And I think a lot of people are starting to turn on him and coming to our side with the whole narrative, Brady is dead to us. Yeah, it's too bad, too, because you know what he's going to do. You know he's going to hold a Montana uh, mm-hmm. uh, routine with his with his buddies, with his Tampa Bay buddies. He'll yeah, bring Gronk, him up to, Brown. He'll, he'll bring him up to his Montana place in the offseason, and they'll do some passing drills and drink uh, avocado tequila or whatever, and that'll be their offseason workout because he doesn't want to go in uh, and, and do it for whatever reason. It's just – yeah. So, Ray, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like – Anybody that wanted to put their head in the sand about about the Patriots and Brady and Belichick split, that Brady had nothing to do with it. Eh, eh. He didn't want to work hard anymore. He didn't want to work hard anymore. And they that's where you saw the 30 Bills million rip. a year, boys yeah. and girls. They offered him the money. Maybe at the wrong time. Maybe they should have offered him before. Maybe it was too late. Maybe the, the uh, all everything was severed at the time. It was probably could have been handled on both sides better. But do not get it twisted. Brady did not want to be the hardest working guy in the room anymore, especially with rookies who kind of sucked like Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers. Well, that's what that the riff was undisputed at this yeah. point, And you're seeing it now. The, the news is coming out that him and Bill obviously had a riff and that's probably why he didn't want to put the work in and Bill Bill hates that shit. Yeah, you know, he wants, he wants guys. So. No days off, baby. How do you, how can you go run camps with, with Hoyer and Stidham when you're the starting quarterback and you saw it in his offense, the 2018 offense was a fucking joke. And he could, and he was one of the main reasons he was bad. Don't give me that running offense bullshit. You weren't a running offense until the last three weeks of the season when you lost two games in a row to Miami and Pittsburgh. So, I mean, you saw it affect him. I don't care that he won a super bowl, but, but still he started off slow and dude, you got to get there. And that's why I think that's where the riff was. That's why Bill went him out of the door. You say whatever you want that, you know, he drove him out. He wants guys that are going to work, and if you're skipping out on all, everything and showing up in June, yeah, yeah, he Bill, Bill doesn't like that. There no. you go. There's your riff sh- right there. And he, sh- and he shouldn't. Now, I don't want to get down the rabbit hole, Bill versus Brady again, but sure, Brady built himself some leniency and built himself, but the idea of setting an example of not showing up at all, like to passing camp as the starting quarterback, Look. especially with new receivers delinquent man like with that's new receivers fucking delinquent like you want to uh take wednesdays off during the week for a rest day because you're 42 no problem no problem do your walkthroughs get yourself rubbed down whatever you know if you you want to uh you know take some special treatment here and there sure but just flat out but not still be showing there. up because they're not even in boys. fucking pads let's be real they're not even in fucking pads how intense you do just the same the same shit you're going to do in organized team activities is the same bullshit you do in fucking montana you throw your pads on you throw your fucking helmet on we've all seen the fucking brady 360 whatever the fucking stupid show was father versus time tom versus time whatever the fucking shit was it's all the same shit he would do in practice we open up a wound. No, boys. it just pisses me off. He's like, oh, I don't want to do this bullshit. But he's yeah. wearing helmets and pads in fucking Montana, running on the beach. It's the same shit, but yeah, he wants to do it on his own. Good. I hope this guy fucking blows out his knees and gets everything that's coming to him when they don't want to fucking pay him his 25 million fucking dollars and Tampa fucking falls off the face of the earth. Fuck him. Yeah, well put. Can't put it any better than that. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Needs more of this. I'm not. We had this. We talked about this the day after. We asked, "Did anyone know if, if who won?" No. 
who cares? Bill now likes horse racing because he's old and has a gray beard. Now I do. Now I do. Medina Spirit. You One sold for a thousand dollars too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone blames the trainer. The yeah. fucking horse is the one took steroids. I'd love to see a fucking <laughs> press conference. <laughs> I'd love to see a press conference with the mic at the horse's fucking mouth. <laughs> I did not knowingly or willingly take steroids. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, How do they know is... he took steroids? His balls got smaller? They you guys ever see the interview with um, Rogan and fucking James Franco? Yeah. When yeah. they come on, he was like, um, McConaughey got uh, caught fucking a goat. We need to get that McConaughey goat fuck. McConaughey goat fuck. We need to get that goat. Give me that goat. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing with the horse. (laughs) It's it's super intriguing. So just it made me learn about it. It made me get into the horse racing scandal side of things. And uh, obviously, lo and behold, happens all the damn time. Steroids are rampant. Especially this guy. Really? They they find these guys like five hundred dollars, Ray. That's the fine for the steroids things. And I guess someone decided to to make a stand this time because they suspended the trainer indefinitely, who is the number one trainer in horse racing. He's like the only uh, four time Kentucky. Yeah, six time winner, right? Something like that. Yeah, the only seven time. This was a seven time media guy in horse racing that anybody knows. And I still don't know him. Um, But yeah, they banned him for life. And they're going to, you know, I guess they got to do further testing. I don't know what they're doing, but they got to they might take the win away. How does like that work? Three gambling? million dollars. How does that work? Like, if you made money on that, you're not giving them. Everyone's money been back. paid. How the fuck? It, no. it's just, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll honor it. Yeah, you. You're but the no. But what if money. you had the? What if you had the second place? How bullshit are you? Yeah, because you're uh, gonna. Yeah, they'll just call it null and void. So I mean, you might get your money back if you lost. But I don't know. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how that gambling side how it works. But yeah, I, he's been. He, I think this isn't the first time he's been caught. Yeah, he's you know the bad I mean? boy of horse racing, isn't he's, he? Yeah, this is not the first time, and now this is the first derby winner that got, that got caught. That's for sure. Yeah, I just can't believe that, that they did the steroids. I saw that the other day when they came out, like big breaking news that he got Bob yeah, Newquist. Yeah, right? Newquist? Newquist? He got suspended. The horse no, had Barrett. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I could tell, If you put a picture up, I could tell you who the fuck he is. But, uh, yeah, basically, I can't believe that horse racing has been doing this shit for all along yeah yeah i mean it goes back you, know, you can't take the money back you can't if you won the horse race that money's no it's everything's final so you can't get anything back no one's gonna get their money back i remember whether that happened what was that big cheating scandal that happened a few years ago that everyone's like oh i'm gonna get my money back because it was a big cheat which one i don't know maybe it was about. john jones with the uh, steroids he tested positive for steroids maybe yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, bet, I, I, I remember there's another sports scandal. Where they're all like, oh, I'm going to get my money back. Well, that guy that ran on the field at the Super Bowl won that bet. He, that one, the, yeah, yeah. They uh, canceled that. Yeah, because he fucking openly admit to it well, like an idiot. Yeah, like a moron. Yeah. Who does I'm sure, that? I'm sure he got a lot of money from advertisements and shit. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, yeah, that is, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. It, it, it's intriguing anyway. Uh, Canelo wins. You guys watch the fight pay attention to the fight is it big news to you guys ufc ufc boys i love no. boxing yeah canelo landed a nasty uppercut and fucking basically shattered his eye he couldn't he couldn't uh he had couldn't answer the bell for the ninth so he couldn't get out of his corner the doctor stopped it but yeah canelo's the best boxer in the world i think he's got five world titles right now he's yeah. disgusting no one can beat him the only lot i mean he lost a triple g you know kind of a you know it should have been a draw and then he lost the you know mayweather and then mayweather ducked him ever since 
But yeah, Canelo is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. Uh, what about Jake Paul? Please, dude. They're making a joke of fucking boxing. Come on. You see that press conference? Yeah, it was so fucking dumb. Yeah. You stole my hat? Give me my fucking hat back. I'll fuck you up, motherfucker. Dude, dude, they, dude they've been fighting YouTube stars and basketball players and, you know, Ben Askren, who's a human punching bag. Like, they haven't fought a real boxer. You know, Nate Robinson, ooh. Nate Robinson's not a real boxer. No, that's what I'm saying. He's saying Nate Robinson. The only problem is Floyd Floyd Mayweather can't knock him out. So it's going to be an excruciating thing to watch. Uh, Floyd can't knock him out. I don't think he Well, neither can he knock out Floyd. No, that's what I mean. It's just going to be, I just, you know, you just need Floyd to make him look dumb. It's going to be like the first five rounds of McGregor uh, Mayweather. It's just going to be like a couple jabs here and there, then fucking going around the ring. Around but the if, ring. McGregor, they, if McGregor if didn't win up, out of steam, he could have won that fight. Yeah. If they're tying up, uh, you know, left and right, that's going to be boring. I just need Mayweather to bounce around the ring and just keep popping them. Just keep popping them. Just keep dinging the points and avoiding his hit just to embarrass them. That's Mayweather's got power, too. Like, don't – I mean, he doesn't have, like, knockout power, but he has more power than any any guy that these idiots have already boxed. Like it's yeah, all for money. He can knock him out. He can knock him out. Good for them. Uh, you know, I oh, hate those yeah. two pricks, but good for them. They went from Disney Channel to fucking making mega bucks on these stupid celebrity boxing fights. Good for them. You know, I mean, you saw the bank. He's going to make a shit ton of fucking money for this fight against Mayweather. Which one was banging the Julia Rose? I don't know. Oh, uh, you never. You don't know who Julia Rose is? No. <laughs> so I'll send you something later on. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. I. It'll be entertaining, I guess. Uh, I don't think Mayweather can knock him out. I mean, anybody can get knocked out, but I don't. I don't what is it? Is it three or five rounds? Seven. It's seven, seven now. It's or five. It's either five or seven. I thought it was more than five, but yeah. If it's seven, May- Mayweather will pepper him. He'll Logan Paul will run out of gas. He'll get gassed. I think it's five, but I thought I heard seven at some point. But that could have been a different fight. No, that could have been um, Lennox Lewis uh, Tyson fight. Is what might have, which we didn't touch on there. That's the old guy fight coming up in August, I believe. What is that happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What are your predictions there? I mean, I I think Lennox Lewis is the most overrated fighter of all time, but it, you know it should be good. They fought once, and Tyson was well past his prime. You know, they that was my famous. The, my I love this quote. He's like, "I'm gonna eat your children. Eat your children." <laughs> You just say it with a lisp enough. Okay, eat your children. Oh, damn. All right, this has been the Silver Mind Sports Show. I needed that. <laughs> I need that reaction. Monday headlines, uh, May 10th. We'll see you uh, on Tuesday. That's Tuesday. what we just did. Bye. 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 Yeah, Jake Paul is banging that. Damn. Oh, you sent you sent it to me too. Yeah, I didn't like, I'm gonna share with both of you, of course. Look at that antennas hanging out. Whoa. Yeah, she she's all about free in the nip. Whoa, whoa. Oh, this is the girl that got kicked out of the baseball game. Yep. Oh, that one. Was she sh- was she the shorter tip, right? Yep. Oh, okay. That's her. Ooh, look at her. Look her. Mm, I didn't great. know that was the same person. Now you know. Uh, Ray, how was your mother's day? Just very eventful. Went to my parents' house for 10:30. Some yard work. Came home. Had dinner with Kelly. And now she's upstairs sleeping. Nice. Could have just said fine. <laughs> <laughs>